0: Let's do it. Let's do it. Broadcasting from around the world, you're listening to the first 100, a podcast on how founders acquired their first 100 paying customers. Here's your host, Hadi Rodwan.
1: Today we have on the show Michelle Marceline, the founder of Type Dream, a no-code website builder that's ideal for first-time founders, solopreneurs and digital creators. Welcome to the show, Michelle. How are you doing today?
0: I'm great. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here.
1: Take us to the top and explain to a five-year-old what your company is about, and how are you different from other established no-code website builders?
0: Yeah, would love to do that. I am building TypeDream, a no-code website builder, and the interface is very similar to Notion, such that you can simply type slash to bring out the commands. And how we're different from other website builders is that we are bridging the gap between simple website builders like Card and Squarespace and the more advanced one like Webflow in which we are customizable but the learning curve is very low because our interface is similar to Notion, which means that it is similar to Google Docs and Microsoft Word, which I'm pretty sure that people can use.
1: Amazing. If I'm a digital nomad, how much do you think it takes me to build my own website using TypeDream?
0: I would say the average time our users take to build a website is around 15 minutes. And that's because we have ready-made templates in which you can simply change the colors and the images to make it yours.
1: Great. Tell us a little bit about the history of your company, how it started, and what pain point are you currently solving?
0: The history is pretty long, but I met my co-founder seven years ago in college It was the first year of college. We met each other on the first computer science class we took. And we just kind of built projects together ever since. After graduating, we decided to take day jobs because that's what everyone did last time. But after three months, we decided to take a risk in pursuing the startup journey. We then got into Y Combinator. And with a completely different idea, actually, we were building a passwordless authentication. So, sign up our login plugin for no-code website builders, and that's how we got into the no-code space. And then people started asking for that passwordless login for Notion. So we were surprised. Why would you need to add login sign up functionality to your Notion pages if it's a note-taking tool? And then those people mentioned that they built their websites on top of Notion because of how easy the interface is, because it looks like Microsoft Word or Google Docs. That's when we found out that there's a problem in need of a solution. And that's why we built TypeDream, a no-code website builder with website building functionalities, but with Notion's interface.
1: That's a great story. Do you remember your first customer? And how did you establish the first communication with them?
0: Yes. So as I mentioned, it was from our previous idea. We found some people who requested a passwordless login for Notion. Those people who requested that login were actually our first users. And then we just kind of branched out from there. We asked where they hang out. And they said that they hang out in this forum called Site Hustle Stack. So we contacted more people there and asked out where these other people hang out. They said Twitter. And that's when we started building our presence on Twitter.
1: And how long did that take you? I mean, that's a great way to find out what your customers want. And what sort of marketing tools did you use to reach out to them and incentivize them to share with you that this is something important for them?
0: I would say I didn't have to convince that this is something important to them. It's because they brought this problem to us. They were the one who mentioned that they need a Notion-like website builder because they're already hacking their way right now by using Notion, a note-taking tool, to build websites. And we didn't really start with marketing at first. We focused on validating the idea by looking for more and more people who shared the same problem and interviewed them. Um, once we interviewed them, we decided to put them on a wait list while we built the MVP. And that whole user interviewing and building the MVP process took about three months, I would say.
1: Great, great. You mentioned in a previous post that uh, your uh, previous startup, Cutter, one of the issues that you face is growth. So how are you tackling it today with Type Dream? What's your growth strategy? How are you planning to build that traction up?
0: Yes, so Cotter is that passwordless login tool that we built. And at first, our target was developers. So we had to go B2B in convincing other companies to use us. But we realized that B2B sales is not for us because none of the founders had a B2B experience. So we decided to go into no code. Because the no code market is more individual, such that people who build their websites on Webflow, Bubble, some of them are hobbyists and not like larger companies. And that is where we found out that the no code market is more individual, that we can do the B2C customer acquisition strategies, such as social media marketing and SEO. And that's exactly what we're doing right now. On the first year, I would say we pushed more on social media marketing such that we did Build in Public on Twitter where we shared our journey, learning, successes, failures, being completely transparent in public via Twitter.
1: That's an amazing strategy. Are you using a more of a guerrilla marketing techniques to acquire these customers or you're, you know, doing traditional Google ads or Facebook ads, which usually are expensive?
0: Right now, we haven't pushed on paid marketing yet, which means that we don't use Facebook or Google ads. We are sticking to two organic marketing strategy. The first one is social media marketing, where we build in public on Twitter, and now we're branching out to other socials like LinkedIn, Instagram, and TikTok. And the second one is SEO, which is search engine optimization, by making sure that all of our pages are optimized, making contents like blogs for people to organically find Type Dream through Google search.
1: I've noticed recently that a lot of you know entrepreneurs are mapping their you know, journey on LinkedIn, on Twitter, and there's all of these reshares and comments. Have you seen a success in that? And how much time does it take from you to... You know, document this? Because it takes time to build a Twitter or a LinkedIn following and also build a company at the same time.
0: Yeah, I do. As I mentioned, building out our social media is currently our main marketing strategy. So we do spend a lot of time there. Thankfully, we're a team of five founders. So we decided to dedicate one founder, which is myself, to 100% push on social media marketing. I would say it takes a lot of time because I try to push one big thread, like story post per week, and then I still have to engage with other people's posts on a daily basis because the rule of thumb is you have to give more and then take. So give, 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 but engaging with other people's tweet, liking it and stuff before you take, which is by posting and hoping that they will engage with your post.
1: Definitely. It's a long tail strategy. And have you seen there's enough traction on your post? And how are you building those traction other than commenting? Is there any specific technique you would share with us?
0: Aside from engaging with other people's posts, I would say follow a few people in your area. So for me specifically, I follow other bootstrappers, indie hackers, startup founders, people in the no-code space, see what their posts are like, their tweets, and then try to mimic them but from my own point of view. And the key to success is to be as authentic as possible, to show that you're human and don't sound to marketing e
1: that's a great advice it's impressive that uh, you know last year i noticed on product hunt that you were the product of the day product of the week and product of the month's company that's yeah. that's an amazing feat can Thanks. you walk us through how you were able to crack that code because it's very hard to land on number yes. one spot
0: of course Just wanted to share that we went all out on our product hunt launch. We prepared that launch even way before the launch, which is from our day one, which is by building in public, by building a community. And we built the community by interviewing our potential customers and nurturing them. So once we receive info about the problems they have, We built an MVP and we constantly shared to them our progress and involved them in the product building process. So naturally, we already have a strong community that we're ready to upvote our product before the launch. And then during the launch, we still went all out by optimizing the assets, the videos, the images and everything. Because we believe that we are currently fighting for people's attention on the internet. There are so many distractions. So unless you are outstanding, you won't be able to grab their attention. That's why we decided to go all out with our assets as well as our one-liner, our copy. And then after the launch, we make sure to not only take, which is by taking their support and upvotes, but we also give back to them by listing out their requests, their comments, their feedback, and iterating our product based on their feedback if it aligns with our goal and getting back to them saying that we have progressed from there and to thank their feedback.
1: Amazing. How did you acquire your first 100 customers? What are the core tactics you deployed other than the ones you just mentioned, the product hunt? The social media strategy. Is there any other tactic that you could share with us?
0: Not really. The way I got my first hundred customers was by talking to my potential users, which are the people who used Notion to build websites. And then it's just word of mouth from there.
1: Great. So you recently raised a seed round from Y Combinator. Can you walk us through how were you able to convince the investors to provide you your first seed check?
0: Yes. So the reason why we believe that we got into Y Combinator is because we have a really strong founding team. Because if you've seen Y Combinator articles, they always mention multiple times that they believe ideas can change, companies can pivot. But the core importance of building a company are the founders so if the founders can stick together and if the founders are right then they believe that the founders will figure something out through thick and thin and we managed to convince them that the five founders are very solid by telling them our history that we met back in college we've been building projects together and decided to pursue startup
1: amazing you know what I- being part of the entrepreneurship and startup world, it tends to be lonely at the top when you're the founder. How yeah. how do you handle entrepreneurs' anxiety?
0: Yes, I actually just tweeted about this yesterday night, so not too long ago. I tweeted about why I decided to live in SF despite the rent being so expensive. And that's because... As you mentioned, Entrepreneurial Journey are probably the loneliest venture in the world. It gets lonely on top, and that is why I decided to stay in San Francisco, because there are a lot of other founders here in which they share my journey. They also took the risks I took. We can relate, and I decided to stay here to get the community support.
1: So what advice would you give someone who's, you know, worrying that they might run out of money or that they wouldn't land the ideal customer or that employees might leave them for a bigger opportunity? What advice do you have for such startup founders?
0: Yeah, I would say for those who are worrying about running out of cash, is to stay as lean as possible. Do not spend on expenditures you don't need to spend until you find product market fit, until you're sure that whatever you're spending will return a bigger amount. Here at Type Dream, we stay as lean as possible. One example is the thing I mentioned earlier that we are still not doing any paid advertising up to this point and push on organic marketing like social media marketing and search engine optimization.
1: That's a great advice. How important is failure to you?
0: Failure is very important because naturally as humans, you will naturally avoid the failures you've made before subconsciously. And the more failures you had, the more things you will try to avoid and it'll slowly lead you to a better direction.
1: Thank you for for that, uh, Michelle. If you were to give advice to entrepreneurs in a way to increase their productivity, what sort of hacks or routines do you actually do so you stay productive all day and deliver to your company?
0: I would say productivity highly colorates with your mental state and health. So what I do is to make sure I stretch or meditate for 10-15 minutes in the morning to make sure I have a clear mind before I start my day. And then eat healthy food because unhealthy food will decrease your productivity during the day. And make sure to work out.
1: Great advice. One last question. What's next for Time Dream?
0: So, so far we've been targeting more tech people because our messaging is notion like website builders so our target markets so far are startup founders bootstrappers indie hackers who mostly hang out on twitter but we recently realized that more and more people are on mobile and there is no perfect look for mobile websites yet so there are two looks of mobile websites. The first one is link in bio, which is just a list of buttons. And the second one is desktop site, but you make it responsive on mobile, which is also not ideal because if your main device is your phone, then why would you open a site that is initially meant to be opened on a computer? So we are currently making Type Dream mobile, in which... You can edit your site on mobile and publish it on mobile to be seen on mobile. It'll only be one page device height, so it's not infinitely scrollable, and it'll definitely not be a list of buttons in which it will confuse users.
1: Michelle, thank you for being part of our show. We wish you the best of luck with your journey at Type Dream.
0: Thank you so much, Hadi. I had fun sharing my journey. Thank you so much. Have a
1: great day. Bye-bye.
0: You too. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to The First 100. We hope it inspired you in your journey. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe to our podcast on Apple iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or Spotify, and share it with a friend starting their entrepreneurship journey. Leave us a five-star review. Your support will help spread our podcast to more viewers.